Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of On the Horizon. I'm your host, Andy Whiteside. Got uh, Philip Sellers with me and Rizwan Sheik. Uh, today is um, September 18th. Yep, September 18th, 2023. Uh, it's almost over, 2023. Is that possible? I don't know if it's possible. Philip, how's it going? Going pretty good. You found me on my birthday week. Oh, it's your birthday week. So is today your birthday then? No, not until Wednesday, but uh, it's it's pretty close. Okay. Uh, you're gonna be 28, 29. What's the plan? Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that all day long. Um, yeah, the the mid 40s are, are creeping up uh, pretty quickly for me. Yeah. Hey, you know, I made a joke about it being September, but it's super nice outside. We got we got about a month of it being extremely nice, and then it's just gonna be kind of nice for a while. It is uh, roll the windows down and uh, ride with the uh, with the wind blowing through your hair. Weather. Yeah. Now's the time to have a convertible. Uh, especially if you can put the top up in the morning and take the top in the afternoon down. That's right. Yeah, Rizwan, how are you doing? I'm doing absolutely fine, Andy. Um, absolutely great. Yeah. So what what day is it wherever you're at and what time is it? Uh, it's 12.30 right now for me. Good night. Okay. So it's uh, 9.19 and September 19th where you're at. September 19th. Yeah, technically, yes. Well, I appreciate you joining us and playing along. We always enjoy your insight. And one of these days, we're going to get you uh, living over here in North America um, more, if not full time, and get to spend more time with you. Looking forward to it. Sure, Andy. You know, on that note, uh, we were talking about VMware Explorer. So today, let me get share my screen so you guys can see what I'm talking about. So uh, today's blog is from September 1st. It uh, looks like the uh, author is Riley Bowie. Uh, and it's the top five desktop and app virtualization takeaways from VMware Explorer 2023 Las Vegas edition. Uh, I went, Philip went, Rizwan didn't get to go, but hopefully we'll fix that for next year. Um, Philip, did you feel like uh, VMware talked a lot about uh, virtual apps and desktops as part of the conference or or did they not? You know, I found a lot of sessions uh, during the conference and uh, we got some shout outs from the main stage during the keynotes as well. So uh, it was a good year for the EUC crowd. Um, you know, all, all things said, I felt like the conference was, you know, pretty iterative this year. Uh, the announcements felt uh, a little more iterative, not ground shattering. Um, but uh, there, there's definitely good takeaways for EUC customers everywhere. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That I, I felt like there was more EUC represented there. Maybe it's the fact that some of the other conferences aren't happening, but it, we definitely saw a lot of our a lot of our EUC folks there for the first time. Maybe we saw them at IGEL Disrupt, but that was earlier in the year. But uh, we definitely saw a lot of EUC people there. Um, okay, let's jump into the first one here, Philip. Uh, there's five call-outs here. Uh, the first one is uh, your app management strategy just became clearer with apps everywhere. Um, th this is, you know, app volumes, uh, a new generation of app volumes. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and some people I trust a ton they pointed out that uh, you know VMware disappeared for a while and came back with an updated version of app volumes where they really seem to go out and fix a lot of things. What what are they covering in this section of the blog? Yeah, so it's it's really yeah, so it's it's really. Uh, oh, I'm getting some feedback, but uh, they're they're covering a couple of different things here, and and it's really that the app volumes technology now plays in so many different environments uh, from on-prem. Uh, and lots of first-party cloud environments. Uh, they've added support for ABD's remote app, uh, Amazon AppStream, 
Uh, and so that that grows the list to AVD, uh, you know, Azure Virtual Desktop in general, uh, as well as Horizon and Citrix environments uh, running on-prem. So, you know, no matter what you choose as your EUC delivery platform, uh, there's a good chance that VMware's app volumes is going to help you manage your app lifecycle and delivery uh, and, and give you some freedom and benefits um, that, that you haven't had before. Because to my knowledge, there's there's only one other vendor that, that plays in this space that's got this kind of cross-platform capability. So this is huge when you combine that with the fact that VMware is touting 99% compatibility with all applications. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, this was a really hot space for a little while and a bunch of people tried it, uh, starting with, with AppV and then MSI uh, Appetaft, which uh, that we'll see where that goes in the long run. Uh, starting with MSIs back in the day, that was the, the big carrying changer was the MSIs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had several players, uh, Unidesk being one of them. And it seems like people kind of just gave up on this being a mainstream go-to-market concept. But VMware went away and it came back and said, look, we've solved a lot of the challenges. Give this a shot. Do you think people realize how much, how powerful this is and how much they all need to be giving it a shot? No, I really don't. Um, You know, I think so many people are jaded with the idea here because they've tried. And, you know, the at the experience, you had to have all this extra infrastructure to be able to stand it up. And then it had to be an MSI. And so, you know, the VMware solution works with almost everything because of the way that they designed it. And, you know, it goes in and it it captures everything that goes on during an installation. So uh, you don't have to have a list of prerequisites or supporting infrastructure a mile long to be able to do this with app volumes. So Rizwan, I know you weren't at the conference, but I think you have some good knowledge of uh, app volumes. What, what's going on in the world of VMware? They, did they get it right? Yeah, of course. I mean, the app volume is one of the one of the key strategy that VMware wants to adopt in in the in the future. So, uh, as you've seen, app volume that that create multiple application stacks, multiple application uh, versions of an application, and not only that, I mean, it also go ahead goes ahead, and now we can do a runtime uh, execution of the application across whatever the user needs that application. That's where apps on demand came into the picture. Now, uh, we talk about lots of applications coming up for an organization where the end users uses these applications. Apps on demand plays a very important role. They can go ahead, spin up the application as and when needed on the, on the virtual desktop platform. And this gives a lot of leverage. This gives a lot of uh, <clears throat> optimization across on the, on the storage infrastructure, on the complete resources that, that is used at the back end. So definitely app volume is playing a lot of, lot of role here. And a lot of customers are liking it today who have been deploying solution across in the, in the organization. Yeah, now I'm going to throw something out to you guys. The The claim was 99% application virtualization capable. Is that making some assumptions that we're excluding some, some of the core integrated apps like antivirus and things like that? Yeah, it, well, it uh, is. Uh, you know, things that need that root level, that that very basic level of integration, those things we still think about going into your your base images. So things like antivirus and firewall and some of those core agents, uh, definitely think about those in your, your images. Uh, but uh, when it comes to the actual application delivery, definitely, definitely getting definitely. near that level of 99% in my experience. 
Yeah, Rizwan, you had a comment? Yeah, yeah we, we can think of a more of user-based applications where the user uses those applications. All of the backend application that supports uh, the virtual desktops and the user for optimization and for security, those still remain with the with the base image. Yeah. And, and is it fair to say what they really fixed was performance-related things and application-to-application compatibility without having to bundle them all in the same package? Absolutely, yes. and. One of the most important part that VMware actually uh, resolved the challenges is creating multiple uh, golden images across in one single platform. So you have, if, if, you, if you look at today's VDI environment, right, you have multiple golden images created based on the applications and based on the usage of that golden image across in the VDI workload. Yeah. With the with the app volumes today, you have you just basically need to create one single golden image. And rest of the application resides in the app volume stack, which can be assigned to the entitled to the end users who will be using the virtual workloads when the golden images are created. So, okay, I'm going to move on to number two here because we could talk about that one all day. We really could, and we probably need to do another podcast on it. Number two here is deliver a great employee experience with Dex, D-E-X, uh, for Horizon. I um. Yesterday, doing yard work as I do on the weekends or whatever, I always listen to podcasts. And this, I love one yesterday was about remote work, and it's this expert on remote work. And they were pointing out that the companies just need a way to measure, you know, user uh, experience and user productivity. I'm like, what are you talking about? We have it. Um, so, um, Rizwan, what is what is Dex all about, and how do you how did they highlight that at uh, Explore this year? Well. Well, Ali, this is perhaps one of the most uh, uh, most important innovations that we brought in uh, that we were brought in actually as a part of Horizon Horizon Solutions. So, if, if you look at if you look at Dex, right, a digital employee experience that we talk about, this has been leveraged across right from Workspace One, right from the time when we started using Workspace One, when we wanted to have a complete insight analytics on the uh, on the on the on the mobile devices on the, the users. The same solutions have been extrapolated across the Horizon environment as well. Today, we use intelligence platform to gather all the insights, gather all the intelligence, what the VDI environment has today, including the employee experience. So when we talk about employee experience, we gather all of the analytics, uh, the, the endpoint device statistics, the Wi-Fi signal strength, network adapter signal strength. And all of these, uh, all of these are, are parameters are really important to understand how are the end users able to use the VDI today. Now, when a user calls up today that, hey, I'm not able to log into VDI, the intelligence platform is able to analyze the details and understand like where exactly the user went wrong or what exactly went wrong with the end user uh, with respect to accessing that VDI. Perhaps he was uh, in, a low, in a high latency environment, perhaps his Wi-Fi signal strength was not so capable enough to log into VDI. And those kind of parameters can also be seen across the environment in, a, in, a, in an employee experience. And that actually calculates the employee experience score. And that <clears throat> can actually go ahead and ensure that employee has a very high experience score. This is one of the examples that we talk about when we talk about the, the Wi-Fi signals from the network adapter. But we also talk about user logins, right? So when we, when we log in, when a user logs into a VDI, you have you have a log, log integration that to which the user logs in and then uh, eventually receives it introduces a complete desktop. That's where we call profile loading up, right? And then we call uh, uh, the, the, the user authentication, the user logon duration. Even that user logon duration is calculated and the text is able to understand like how the end user logon was and based on that it counts the user experience. Yeah. 
Phil, do you feel like, um, what did you feel like you took away from the show regarding Dex? Yeah, I mean, first, you know, this was already a great solution for your workspace one. Um, you know, being extended into the Horizon family is a huge, huge benefit. I mean, uh, you, you get that holistic look for the, the customer, for the end user's point of view. And that objective information is is game changing. I think I've talked about it before, maybe on a different podcast, but this was transformative for me and my organization in my previous role. And you know, it really kind of goes back to you measure what you care about and measuring that employee experience is, is critical uh, because we've got too many factors at play today you know, with hybrid work, you know, the users aren't sitting in offices anymore. And so their coffee shop, Wi-Fi, their their personal internet connection at home, all of those things come into play now when we're supporting the hybrid work stance. And so um, having that objective information and the tools to to help them is critical. Yeah, uh, probably more, more appropriate this year than ever. And I definitely saw a fair amount of that, especially in the expo hall when I was walking around like the VMware solutions area. Um, yeah, it seems to be a lot of innovation kind of in this space as, as time moves on. I mean, I, I think we've realized that we needed it, but uh, there's more people trying to solve solve this problem. Yeah. Uh, next one is um, Horizon has all the options with hybrid and multi-cloud. Obviously a hot topic, Philip. I know you and I spent a lot of time with Google and actually talking about VMware on Google, I forget what they called that, VMware vSphere on Google, but you uh, definitely saw an element of that in the conference, right? Yeah, absolutely. And Horizon being the extension of that core vSphere and, and the core VCF platform, now talking about the app story on, on all of these hyperscalers. So um, what I really like about this, and, and I'll underscore it here as it does in the blog post, is it is choice. Uh, at the end of the day, it gives you that consistent operating layer so that you're not locked into one hyperscale environment. Uh, if, if you've got workloads that best benefit from Amazon and then uh, over time that, that changes to Microsoft, then it's an easy in, easy out for your workloads and you can benefit from the native cloud services that surround it. Yeah. And I guess I should have been clear. This is really, and I like to use this word public, public cloud multi-public cloud approach. Rizwan, do you have uh, any experience of late integrating VMware um, Horizon into uh, public clouds? Yes. Uh, so I, I got a chance to, to work on one of the, one of the customer environment where we have um, Horizon being leveraged across on the hybrid environment, in the sense uh, of Horizon workloads across on-prem as well as uh, workloads across Amazon, AWS infrastructure. So uh, <clears throat> the AWS being being the the GR failover with with, with on-prem being the primary part of it. So the, the complete Horizon workload, if you if you look at if you look at the complete integration that happens, is completely seamless. So which means that you have you not only have the capability of deploying workloads the way you want it, but you also have the capability of managing these workloads under under one single platform when it comes to uh, Horizon Control Plane. So that's something that that makes uh, the management pretty seamless. Uh, that's something which makes user access also pretty seamless, no, no matter where they where the workloads are. Yeah. And and Philip, I mentioned a minute ago uh, the VMware vSphere on Google GCP. What was that called again? I don't remember. 
Uh, you know, it's funny. Each one of the hyperscalers has a different name for it. Um, looking it up right now because I'm drawing a blank on it too. But uh, yeah, we, we talked. Yeah, Google Cloud VMware Engine. Google Cloud VMware Engine. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, that's a no-brainer because you get the power and scale of Google GCP Cloud, Google Cloud Platform, and you get all the legacy capabilities. I say legacy, not in a bad way, but in a positive way of VMware vSphere. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds because, you know, we run into two major players when it comes to productivity suites uh, within our customer bases. Uh, a lot of the greenfield customers, startups, and those kinds of things are going to be Google-based. And then a lot of the existing, you know, traditional businesses are M365. So the fact that you can run all the rest of your infrastructure close to those productivity suites just opens up huge capabilities for you. All right, Rizwan, the next one is uh, level up your legacy VDI and app platform with VMware Horizon. Uh, what, is, what does that mean? So basically, it's it's uh, what about legacy infrastructure that you have today with respect to the application. And as we say that VMware Horizon can literally work on all kinds of applications that you have today, be it a legacy application, 30-bit or 64-bit application that you have. You can seamlessly go ahead and deploy the solution across. And with various components that we, with various solutions associated with VMware Horizon, like an app volume or, or a thin app for that matter, you can literally go ahead, uh, deploy the solution with your with your applications, with your legacy applications, along with your, uh, along with the cloud infrastructure. And that makes the deployment pretty seamless. And once we have a way to provide access to the end users across for all of these applications, it's become pretty easy for, for the IT administrators and for the operations team to leverage the secure access to the end users by means of their providing a Horizon workload. Um, Philip, your takeaway on what this section means? Yeah, um, I think it's really the focus that VMware has put uh, into extending Horizon and extending customer choice with their hyperscale vendors. So uh, when we talk about that modern VDI sort of practice is yeah. we can we can run Azure virtual desktop behind it. There's integration with Workspaces Core. Um, and so we, we really have a lot more choice today. There's also Horizon Cloud Next Gen that, that has been released. And so that further, you know, extends the capability by taking that management layer, letting VMware host it, and then letting the customer choose the right mix of, you know, locations and delivery backend uh, that fits their need. Uh, and then it's also weaving together that app volumes piece we talked about and making that part of the story with the cloud delivery too. So um, it, it really is kind of where all of this strategy is starting to come together. Yeah, and I, that's what I, I wanted to ask both you guys that question independently and see what you got the answer. But look, this is just just this, just this iterative thing you talked about a while ago, Philip, where it's just getting better and better and better and now bringing the things together. It's not like they reinvented the VDI space or the app publishing space uh, the, in general, the the Horizon or even Workspace One space, it's just a lot of really good stuff that's now getting more and more talked about and brought together and bringing in other components like the GCP piece that we mentioned a minute ago. 
Okay, uh, Philip, I got to you this last one uh, since you were there. Uh, get VDI expert help with Horizon Accelerator. I did not see this. This seems like a program to kind of kind of help get uh, get their hands around uh, getting better support for their VDI customers out there. Did you see this one? Yeah, so the Horizon Accelerator is a, a go-to-market uh, kind of help for customers to to get out there and get started with Horizon. Um, you know, one of the things that, that VMware acknowledges is the talent shortage, the skills gap that exists out there. And, um, you know, that that's where we come into play. We, we help fill that for a lot of our customers and help them get guidance and advisement. Uh, the Horizon Accelerator is an, another way for customers to be able to do that. Um, and so it, it enhances your Horizon deployments, giving you some dashboards and things like that that have been developed. But it's really around kind of helping you from day zero through some of the basic uh, updates and lifecycle type things that that you're going to run into. Rizwan, have you had a chance to see the Horizon Accelerator? Uh no, Andy, as of now, no, but then yes, uh, as what Phil has mentioned, it's it's basically uh, for for the skill sets that the customers don't have it today. Uh, it's for those, uh, it's for those, and for the partners who, who like us who are basically going ahead deploying solutions across uh, on, a, on a customer environment where we can go ahead build this, build the system, build this program, and we can have VDI media deployment in a seamless way. So, price accelerator basically. Uh, comes across for uh, not only having a seamless deployment of Horizon, but also creating an expertise across uh, across the row where the customer environment is an organization and we can have a stable and a seamless Horizon deployment. Yeah, yeah it's definitely, definitely from our observation, mine, Rizwan, Phillips, Integra as a company, there's, there's a massive need out there for Workspace One, Horizon specifically, but Workspace One up leveling and and customer um, customer up leveling via partners via the vendor in this case VMware and VMware is doing what they can to try to scale that with the Horizon Accelerator. Well, guys, that's the end of this. There was a ton more. I mean, it was a big conference and a lot going on. And I know Philip, you already did a uh, podcast on your um, VMware Today podcast around some other things like NSX. What's uh, Philip? What was your overall takeaway? for the conference? You know, uh, I spent so much time focused with our customers uh, and having great conversations. Um, you know, the sentiment was really around just, you know, making sure that they have good understanding and, and advisement as they move through it. There's a lot in this portfolio. Um, this, this is really hard for customers to navigate uh you know all the different product sets all the capabilities and what they need to be able to be successful and so um you know a lot of my time was just kind of unpacking things and and talking with uh you know what's next uh planning for our customers so um that to me is top of mind as i come out of it you know things around security space and being able to leverage you know, the firewall capabilities uh, in NSX, we've got several customers interested there. Um, we've got a customer that was on first gen Horizon Cloud that that's really wanting to take advantage of some of the app uh, app lay or app volume story. And so making sure that we help them, you know, plan a, a roadmap to, to get these features and and also get there in the correct time, you know, when it's ready, when it's mature. Uh, when we've had success with it, that's that's the key importance. Yeah, I, I love that you're 
talk was really your thought was really about you know spending time with people and i mean you the, the conferences are great and get a lot of content but the time we spend with what, what do we take 20 20 customers roughly yeah I, I think we had 20 20 to 25 customers out there and i tried to spend some time with each one of them so when i say yeah, we it was them, i mean we paid for their pass so if you if you're out there listening and you work with a vmware partner and they're not getting you free passes or a free pass or more to go to the conference then you know, give us a call because we 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 see a ton of value in the human networking that goes on out there. Absolutely, I, I enjoyed. You know, VMware uh, Explore, the old VMworld. This one's kind of like a family reunion to me, Andy, because yeah. I've, I've known so many of these people in the industry for the last fifteen years, and you know, it was nice to be back in person and, and get to see familiar faces that I hadn't seen in maybe four or five years because of COVID and things. So it was great reconnecting with, with the uh, larger community too. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Rizwan, as somebody who didn't get to go, but hopefully gets to go next year, what do you, what did you, what was your big takeaway from what you saw coming out of Explore? Uh, well, the, the, I mean, of course, I mean, uh, the biggest takeaway that, that I see here uh, and people have been talking about this is yes, definitely uh, workspace one. That's, that's something which, which is there along with uh, along with the support for intelligence and tax. That's something that we that we're talking about. And the, uh, along with that, the integration of Verizon with respect to workspace one, and that's which is something not only taking care of the VDI workloads, but also the endpoint devices the users are using today. Uh, we've been talking about that. We've been talking about how do we go ahead and uh, have a secure means of access for the end users without having to make without having to make use of a third party solution. So that's where VMware has come across in talking about maintaining a device-based compliance across uh you know, while they access any kind of applications, any kind of workloads, including virtual applications and desktops. So a combination of workspace one with Horizon, that's a key, that's a key thing that I see across actually in the near future as well. Yeah, I, I just, I struggle with the fact that enough people, they see Horizon as VDI, they see Workspace One as AirWatch, and they don't know all the other magical stuff that VMware, the overall organization, brings together in the platform. Um, I think they made some progress with this conference trying to break people out of those two shells, but uh, still a lot yeah. of work to do, and that's where we come in as a partner to try to help fix that. That's correct, well, I think, yeah. The, the problem think, here is like, oh, the, the problem here is like, uh, if you look at the industry trends that goes on, I mean, people are, I mean, stick at the operations team, they work in silos, right? They work in uh, in a way that you have you have a mobile team, you have a team which, which actually works on uh, only mobile devices or Windows machines for that, or operations team for that matter. But you have another set of teams uh, which actually works on a data center level or on the on the level that we have virtualization built in. And these are the people who actually take care of the EDIs and the application. Now there's a lot, lot larger disconnect between these two uh teams that we that we usually see. That's where VMware is trying to fill up the gap. Yeah. The well they have a problem. They have so much good, good stuff that's either best in the industry or right at it, trying to get attention for pieces of it or bringing it all together. Um that's it's kind of hard. It's it's almost to their detriment to have so many good products within the portfolio. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Philip Rizwan, uh, Philip, and I have another one you got to do here in a second. So thank you, Rizwan, for your time. Go to go to bed. I don't know how thank late, you. Up, but go to bed and good <laughs> with you. And uh, Philip, we'll do it again soon. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Andy.